0: This episode of the AT Tips Cast is sponsored by Texthelp. Kids struggling with reading and writing? Get them the support they need with Read&Write software for the desktop, Google, or iPad. These proven software solutions help those with reading and writing difficulties, learning disabilities, or English language learners. Read&Write Gold text-to-speech software provides tools for reading, writing, studying, and research for students while they work within the common applications they use every day. Read&Write for Google provides support tools for Google Docs, PDFs, and EPUBs in Chrome, on PCs, Macs, and Chromebooks to make Google Apps for Education accessible. And iRead&Write makes reading easier and ensures accurate writing as students use their iPad for school, work, or leisure. Learn how the Read&Write family of products can help your struggling student by visiting Texthelp.com or by calling 1-888-248-0652. That's 1-888-248-0652. Get a free trial of Read&Write Gold or Read&Write for Google today. Have students with IEPs? Take advantage of the Read&Write Gold IEP Special get 20% off a purchase of their online store with the code 80tips14save20 that's 80tips the numeral 14 save and the numeral 20 that's right they've increased it from 10% to 20% off this offer expires on June 30th 2014 get your copy today Welcome to the AT Tips Cast, where we explore different ways to provide more options to students. I'm your host, Chris Bouguet. This is episode 130, recorded on March 19, 2013, and this is the first of a series of episodes featuring real life stories of providing accessible instructional materials. It happens every year, multiple times a year. An educator will contact me panicked because he or she has a student that requires a digital version of a book. The scenario goes something like this. The general education teacher will plan a lesson around a specific title. The entire class will be given a copy of the paper-based book, and the special education teacher is then expected to adapt the material, otherwise find a digital version of that text, because one or more students in that class have the accommodation to have that paper-based book presented in a different format. These different formats are often digital text, audio, or both. Very rarely is the accommodation is specific to designate that the audio needs to be narrated by a human. So often, a digital text version will do because a version of the book presented in digital text can often be read aloud by a computer or device. Of course, a whole economy of tools and procedures has erupted around this situation, and this is something of a common occurrence in classrooms around the United States. This is commonly known as providing accessible instructional materials, which has taken the acronym AIM, A-I-M. Rather than getting into the process and procedures for providing accessible instructional materials to students receiving special education services, I'd rather the focus of this episode and this series of episodes be on providing accessible instructional materials for all students. To illustrate just how to approach such a task, I thought I'd share with you some real life stories of educators asking for assistance in locating accessible instructional materials and how we found them. This episode features the first of these stories. I should mention one thing too. I'm aware, and you should be aware too, that the words digital and accessible are not synonymous. However, in most cases, when you have a digital file, you can manipulate it to make it something more accessible. You might say, providing a digital version of the text is a step toward providing accessible text. A teacher at an elementary school contacted me with the following request. Hello, Chris. Can I please get a cassette player for a student in my classroom that has a reading read-aloud accommodation? I replied by writing, I believe your library has cassette players you can use. If they don't, let me know, because I might be able to hunt one down for you somewhere, but they would be hard to find. Can I help you instead with a digital solution? If you tell me which student, I'll review the IEP and see what other options are available. I'm completely confident we can figure out something other than a cassette player. The teacher then responded, I need the book How to Eat Fried Worms on audio for the student to take home. "'I gave her cassettes, but she doesn't have a player at home. "'Do you have an easy solution for me?' "'I need the book How to Eat Fried Worms on audio for the student to take home. "'I gave her cassettes, but she doesn't have a player at home. "'Do you have an easy solution for me?' "'I replied, "'Well, sort of. Read and Write Version 11 is available for home use, "'and that has a text-to-speech function, "'assuming you can get your hands on a digital version of the book "'and assuming the student has access to a computer at home.' However, you're in luck. You, the general education teacher, or the student personally, can check an audio CD version of this particular book out from the public library. I just checked, and they have it currently available with no weight. Does that work? Then I added, also, let me point you to TumbleBooks as a future resource, not necessarily for this book, but for others. TumbleBooks.com is a library of digital text to which our district subscribes. What some general education teachers do is to make selections of text they are going to use for instruction from sources that are already available in digital formats. Our district subscribes to tumble Books, and there's a wide range of titles available in digital formats. What this means is that any student, regardless of disability or special education eligibility, can use digital tools to help themselves understand the book, like listening to passages when they get stuck. This saves you, the special education teacher, from spending time hunting for, retrofitting, or adapting materials on the back end. Rather, the special education teacher spends the time up front helping select materials with the general education teacher that will work for the widest range of students as possible. I can send you more information about TumbleBooks, you can ask your school librarian about it, or I can show it to you sometime. And this worked to meet the student's needs. We got lucky in this case and hopefully next time they'll avoid that problem altogether by selecting digital materials for everyone. In fact, let's call planning to use text-based materials that are already available in a digital format as AT tip number 418, and let's call check your local public library for digital versions of text AT tip number 419. <laughs> Just a few quick announcements before I wrap up this short episode. In case you missed the blog post, my TEDx talk was posted to YouTube. The talk is called Disability-Led Innovations for the Masses, and you can check it out at the blog, attipscast.com, or you can link to it directly at bit.ly slash boogaytedx. That's bit.ly slash b-u-g-a-j tedx. Thanks to all of you who already watched and shared it out. If you like it, please share it out on all of your multimedia outlets. Share it with other educators who you think might benefit from the strategies and resources. I'll be doing a number of presentations coming up, including one in Second Life, a tweet chat, and live sessions for TTAC in Virginia, and the Texas Assistive Technology Network Conference in June. Not to mention webinars scheduled a year out with ATIA, the Assistive Technology Industry Association. As dates and titles continue to get locked in, I'll be sure to post them to the blog attipscast.com and directly to the ongoing spreadsheet at bit.ly slash presentations. I've had a great time meeting listeners who have told me how they're using the podcast as professional development. And finally, I wanted to thank all of you, one by one, who voted for the AT Tips cast for Best Podcast in the 2013 EduBlog Awards. Here's a big thanks to Mark N., Linda P., Becky S., Alyssa M., Cindy B., Melissa B. Thanks, honey. Deb T. Josh A. Sally N. Cindy M. Suzanne H. Beth P. Caroline B. Jacqueline B. Thanks, Mom. Jason H. Sandra G. Christy D. Julie B. Jessica C. Amy G. Elizabeth B. Patrick B. and Sean S. Thank you all for voting. Until next time, may all your interventions be inclusive, may all your strategies be supportive, and may all your instructional materials be as accessible as possible.